0: The Raging Witchcraft. Okay, you guys. I hope that you guys are sitting down comfortably and are ready for this episode because I I got the topic of this episode on a whim because I wasn't really sure what I wanted to talk about today. And then I had seen a post about someone talking about forgiving and forgetting, right? And it brought up some memories with me and it brought up some things with me. And I thought that it would be a really good um, topic to talk about, especially with the title, with the title of this episode. You guys forgive, forget, both or neither, because of the fact that the concept of forgiving and forgetting, when it comes to our healing journey, and when it comes to you know us working on ourselves, sometimes the concept of forgiving and forgetting is not always the best route to go. Now, I I knew even before I started recording this that I was going to get a little personal, and I was going to get. Um, a little bit vulnerable. Like I have talked about my mom on here before. Um, a lot of you guys already know the fact that, you know, my mom and I don't have a relationship now. Oh, good. Um, so on my birthday this year, um, I, I, I think I've explained the situation, but I, it was always very vaguely. So on my birthday this year, my sister and I had celebrated five years of friendship on Facebook. And it was because of the fact that, you know, I I was 18 when I got my Facebook account because of the fact that my mom, um, well, both my parents didn't want me to have a Facebook, but you know, my dad didn't really care. Um, my mom was the one who was like, you need to get a Facebook because we know that you're moving out tomorrow and I need to keep tabs on you. Like that, that was my, that was my mom. Like we need to keep tabs on you. So you need to create this account on um this type of social media whatever whatever um and my sister had commented on you know the celebrating five years of friendship on facebook and she was like only five years i thought it's been longer than that and i had commented back and i said no you know mom let mom um w- made me wait until i was 18 to get my facebook account because uh, i was moving out and <laughs> It was it was one of those comments where it was like you could visibly see if you use context clues like you could visibly see the fact that like I was yes I was serious but it was like a ha 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 funny seriousness like I wasn't thinking anything of it I mean it's not like that's not what happened because that's exactly what happened and she had commented back on that post and literally started going fucking ham on me saying oh well um actually it, it was this and it was that and you need to stop blaming me and you need to also blame your dad and you need to you need to do this and you need to stop this and um you know, I was deleting her comments and then she, I guess she had realized that I was deleting her comments because I was deleting everything. I was like, this is number one, it's my birthday. Number two, this is my Facebook. Like, I don't need random people saying, oh, well, you you obviously don't have a good relationship with your mom. Like everybody knows it, but it's not something that needs to be seen, you know? And, um, she got pissed off at me deleting her comments and was like, oh, well you can keep deleting um, my comments all day. We all know that you only like to share the only, the side of the story that you want, blah, 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 whatever. Um, so I just, I deleted everything. I deleted all the comments, even the comments, um, from myself and my sister. And then she ended up messaging me and saying, oh, well, um, you and I both know what actually happened, but you want to sit here and hide that for Facebook. Like, it was just, it was really bad. It was very dramatic, very like narcissistic, very unnecessary. Like, mind you, it's 11 o'clock on my birthday, bitch. I'm drunk. I am drunk. I am trying to enjoy my night. It's just me and my man. Like I'm trying to enjoy my drunkness, enjoy my night. And then on top of that, I have to deal with my mother texting me and commenting on my Facebook, lashing the fuck out because her feelings were hurt over something that was so fucking innocent. Like it wasn't like, oh, I was trying to throw my mom under the bus. It was literally just an innocent. This is why we've only been friends on Facebook for five years, because this is legit what happened. That, that was the truth, right? Because she was the one who sat me down on my birthday on my 18th birthday and was like, I want you to download Facebook because you're moving out and I want to keep tabs on you like that's is that not like nobody in my family can stay here and say that's not what happened because that's what fucking happened. And I was just reiterating that and she got mad and through text messages, it literally went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for like 30 fucking minutes. And I'm sitting here trying to explain to her, like, did you not see the laughing emoji? Did you not see the LMAO? Did you not see the context clues to where I'm not throwing you under the bus? It was just a fucking innocent comment. It's what happened, blah, blah, blah. And she just, it got really, really bad from that. And again, this is on my birthday. Like the last fucking day that I want to sit here and have to deal with this, mind you, the last time I had talked to my mom before this whole situation had happened was months before that. And the only time that my mom ever like actually had reached out to talk to me was, um, if she needed my help, like what I remember, I remember, I remember the time that I talked to my, I'm going to finish this story really quickly and then go to the next story because y'all I got stories for fucking days on this topic because it goes, it literally flows in so well. So, um, basically on my birthday ended up, um, you know her sitting here saying that you know I need to stop blaming her I need to blame my dad blah blah blah, blah. even though we've all told told my mom like we've had conversations with dad we've had multiple conversations with dad we've been able to have open conversations with dad about how you know we were as kids how he was you know when we were kids how the relationship changed and how um certain things like we've had those conversations with dad so we've had those, you know, moments of where we were able to communicate about these things and find a way to get past it and find a way to move on and find a way to apologize to each other, blah, blah, blah. With my mom, that's never happened. So that's why she's so mad about the fact that, oh, well, you need to stop just blaming me. It's not that we're just blaming you. It's the fact that, you know, both of, both me and my sister, we are grown. We're grown now and we're not going to be disrespected no matter if you're my mom or not. Like I've just, the real it it's different for everybody. Like I know some people who, you know, won't agree with that statement because of the fact that you grew up in a different household and, you know, you respected your parents and granted, yes, I respect my parents, but I respect them to an extent of gaining that respect back, especially being a grown, a grown adult. I get that respect from my dad. And that's why my dad and I have no problems. We can communicate about shit. We can talk about things. We can, you know, move on from things. But when it comes to my mom, I never have and never will get that respect from her. And during that phone call or during those text messages on my birthday, it ended up her being like, "You know what? I'm just I'm fucking done." And I said, "You know what? Me too." That was the last message that I sent her, was saying, "Me too." And I blocked her on um messages, I blocked her number, I blocked her on Facebook, I blocked her on Instagram, I blocked everything. You know, my mom, <laughs> she's a Scorpio. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. She's a Scorpio. So she finds her way. Like she, I know her boyfriend watches my Facebook, watches my shit. Like I know, I, I know that it's not her boyfriend just watching my story because that's just not, they're polar opposites. And I have met him and I, to each their own, but like the, the last time I had talked to my mom before that she had reached out because of the fact that she was having weird dreams about my grandparents and um she wanted help to see like if I could, you know, speak to them, if I could explain it to her. And I was like, I thought it was funny at first because I'm like, the only reason you're reaching out to me is because of the fact that you need my help, even though you don't respect what I do for a living or for just in general, like you don't respect my beliefs, you don't respect what I do, but yet you're coming to me for help. Like, make that make sense? Make that make, make that make fucking sense? But either way, um, uh, we, you know, we had. I got on the phone with her because I was like, it's a lot easier if I get on the phone with you because grandpa is literally sitting in front of me and, you know, told her about everything that was going on, explained the dreams and et cetera, et cetera. And then um, that was it. Right. So I was like, okay, you know, she's kind of in a vulnerable spot. And so am I, you know, she's crying. I'm crying. I was like, you know what? Because of the fact that when my grandparents passed away, My grandfather passed away at the scene of the accident and my grandmother was flown to the hospital. Now my grandmother, um, they had decided, my mom had decided to, um, take her off of life support because it just, if it was a whole deal, I'm not really going to get into that, but she made the right decision. Um, and I was the only, mind you, the entire family is there. My aunt, uncle, cousins, like mom dad sister like everybody's there um and i was the only person that could not go into my grandmother's room to say goodbye to her um everybody else got to go in there and granted my sister is like you know you wouldn't have wanted to see that like you that's not the last memory you would want of her but it's like at the same time i just all i wanted was to go hold her hand and tell her that i loved her for one last time and i i was i was stripped of that that was taken away from me i could never do that again and even though you know i do work with her in spirit it's it's not the same i can't i can't touch her i can't hug her i can't hold her hand and i'm not gonna try to i'm not gonna start crying y'all, because i have i have makeup on today we're not gonna cry um but i was the only one who couldn't go in there and it, it fucked me up. It wrecked me. It genuinely wrecked me because seeing everybody else go in there one by one by one, you know, saying their goodbyes, holding her hand. And the fact that I, I was stripped of that. The fact that I was the only one who couldn't do that. I held that against my mom and I did. I, I fully admit that I held that against her for years, years. I think it was, it had to have been last year that she had called or, um, I had, that phone call with her because they passed away in 2014 so that was what six seven eight years eight years that I held this against my mom and you know my mom and I didn't even have a good relationship to begin with so it was like kind of just added on top of everything else so during that phone call I was like you know what I want to be the bigger person because of the fact that I don't have a relationship with you and I want to have a relationship with you like you're my mother whether you know whether you treat me good or not like you're my mom and I would love to still You you have a better cover or a better relationship with you to where, you know, the only time we don't we talk to each other isn't if you need me or um if it's a fucking holiday or a birthday, you know. And I was like, you know, I brought I brought the situation up and I was like, I just wanted to apologize to you for holding this against you. And instead of her listening and understanding to that entire Situation and the entire conversation. The only thing she heard was holding that against you. She didn't hear me apologizing. She didn't hear me saying that I wanted to um, wanted to move past it. The only thing she heard was me holding it against her, and that made her flip the fuck out. She this this woman literally went from crying to screaming and yelling at me so fucking quick. And you know, mind you, she she probably. I, I don't think her man was home during this phone call. So, like, I guess she felt like she had even more reason to sit here and start fucking screaming and yelling at me because she had an empty house. I don't know. But, like, I'm literally sitting in my bedroom. Mind you, like, my grandfather in spirit is sitting on the bed in front of me. And as soon as she started doing that, he left. They both left. They left. Like, they They. And it's, it's crazy to me because after that situation, my grandma had come to me and she was like, I just want you to know that like, that's not okay. And I don't want you to think that I condone that because I have taken a step back from visiting your mom because of the fact that she treats you guys the way that she does. And I was like, I'm glad you see it. Like, I wish, I kind of wish that you guys would have seen it when you were alive, but I'm still glad that you are acknowledging the fact that you see that your daughter is being like this to her kids. Like, it was so bad. And she just started going off and off and off. And mind you, like I had the kids that night, I had the kids and the door was open. Sorry guys, the door was open and you know, I can hear the kids start to quiet down like as, cause my mom is on, when I'm on the phone y'all, I have really bad hearing. (laughs) So it's like, I have to have it on speaker, especially like when my, um, especially when my headphones are dead, like I have to have it on speaker to hear you the best way that I can. And, you know, they could more than likely hear her fucking screaming and yelling and then hear me crying, telling my mom to please stop, please stop. I have the kids. I have the kids. I need you to stop. I can't do this right now. I have the kids. Did that matter to her? Not not one bit. Not one bit. Because the only thing she heard was that I was holding something against her, even though I was, you know, trying to apologize. And that's, that's the aspect of forgiving and forgetting. I was trying to forgive myself for the fact that I had wasted so much time and energy holding that against her and also forget about it and move it in the past by apologizing to her. And that is what I got. And the aspect of forgiving and forgetting, it didn't work in that situation. It didn't work. No matter how hard I tried, it did not work. That did not work in that situation. And it fucking sucked. It sucked because again that was the last time we had talked until you know we talked on my birthday and you know she gave me um a little happy birthday that morning but let me just tell y'all my mom's boyfriend who I have only met once only met him once and that was for like 20 minutes because that's when I went to go visit her and she we ended up arguing and I had to leave early I had to have my dad come pick me up from her house because I couldn't stay um I couldn't do it so I don't I don't even know this man but i got more of a happy birthday from him than i did from her that's sad that's sad and goes to show that like i appreciate you know her boyfriend even though you know you don't know me like i appreciate you going out of your way and telling me happy birthday i appreciate you you know going out of your way and saying like fuck whatever they have going on i'm still going to say happy birthday because that's my girlfriend's kid like i appreciate that i appreciated that i really did um but it just it it sucks because I try to forgive and forget. I try to utilize that analogy and, you know, forgive and forget the whole situation. And it just, it wasn't possible. So when it comes to forgiving and forgetting, you have to learn that it's not always going to work when it comes down to the other person. Sometimes if you want to use the aspect of forgiving or forgetting or both, sometimes it has to be done with just yourself. Sometimes you have to do it yourself. Sometimes you have to be like, you know what? I can't speak to this person. I can't, you know, have this conversation or communicate with, you know, the other person that's involved. So you know what? I'm going to forgive myself. I'm going to forgive myself for spending so much time and energy on the situation. And then I'm also going to forget about it because you know what? Fuck this. Fuck this. I'm forgiving myself for the energy wasted. And I'm forgetting about it. So energy is no longer wasted. So sometimes you have to do it for yourself. And I'm not saying that every single situation always needs a forgive and a forget because that's not the case. Like, for example, um, I have a friend who's going through it with someone and this someone reached out to, you know, me and mind you, like, I don't even talk to this person. So it was just really weird. But like, they had really fucked over one of my friends. And I just I didn't like that. And if you listen, y'all, if you fuck over one of my friends, I'm sorry. Like, I, I understand that there's some people who are like, Oh, well, you know, they didn't do anything to me. And you know, I have no problem talking to them. But listen, if I am not friends with you, and I don't talk to you and you fuck over my friend, I have no fucking problem making sure I can I pretend like you don't you never existed anywhere near me anywhere near my friend um so i'm just putting that out there don't fuck with my friends don't fuck with my friends because you will feel it from me you will feel it from me because that mother energy the morrigan king asmodeus you will feel it however far far away you are you will get that energy you will feel that energy of damn like i fucked up yes you did yes you did i'm not listen i'm not gonna hex you i'm not gonna curse you i'm not gonna jinx you, not gonna send you nothing. I'm just going to make sure that you reflect on what the fuck you did. And I'm going to make sure that you feel guilty for it. If, if you are in the wrong, if you're in the wrong, if you're not in the wrong, it is a different story, but usually y'all are in the wrong (laughs) because I have good friends, (laughs) but either way, like it's, it's a situation where she can't forgive and forget. She's put in a, she's put in a a shitty, she is put in a shitty position to where, um, to where she cannot, forgive and forget. And it sucks. And I feel bad because it's like, sometimes that's all you need. Sometimes, you know, you really just want to have that change of, you know what? I can't forgive and I can't forget. But sometimes it's just the way that the situation was brought out and the way that it ended and the way that sometimes it's not even an ended situation. Sometimes it's still ongoing, whether you know it or not. And sometimes you can't forgive and you can't forget. So sometimes you're in a position of neither. Sometimes you're in a position of neither. Not only that, but you can also forgive yourself. So forgiving yourself is another thing that I really wanted to, like, um, emphasize during this episode. Because forgiving yourself, especially, like, in situations where you can't forgive the, the other person because they're just in a position where they don't even want to be forgiven by you because they're not seeing that they did anything wrong in the first place. <laughs> My mom. Um <laughs> I just want you guys to know that my grandmother is here and she is cackling. She thinks this is fucking hilarious. Yes. Yes, grandma. Yes. You know. We already know. We already know. We already know. know. Oh. Okay. Will I see you later tonight or do I have to wait till tomorrow? Okay. I love you you. (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) um my grandma she was just laughing and uh she goes you know what i think i might pop in for a visit and i just kind of looked at her and she was like a visit to your mom (laughs) okay that's why i said am i gonna see you tonight or do i have to wait till tomorrow um anyways um But back on to, you know, forgiving yourself, it's really important to whether, I mean, honestly, whether you are forgiving someone else or not, it's still important to forgive yourself because a lot of the time with the aspect of, um, forgive and forget, we forget about how much energy and how much time we have personally put into, um, into other people and into other situations now like this go this is it's different for everybody and it's different for every situation and i can just i can honestly say that because there is really no right or wrong way to go about something right or wrong way to deal with something because every situation is it's going to have its pros and cons every situation is going to be completely different than the the next and it's really important to understand that because like um one thing that i've noticed is that sometimes people tend to um Simply just focus on one thing, right? So, say a certain situation happens, and they're like, "Okay, well, the next time I deal with the uh, situation involving or regarding the same thing, it's going to be the exact same thing." But it's not. It's not. Um, and I think that's you know where forgive and forget really came about was just really understanding that every situation is not going to be the same, and it's really important to you know release it as soon as it happens, especially if it doesn't serve you. Um, Feel like i have to sneeze i think i'm okay my window is open and y'all these allergies this pollen i can already feel it i am not with it i am not with it at all um but really understanding that different you know situations and different um whatchamacallit um i can't remember brain fart sorry my dad liked something on facebook Hey dad if you're listening hello dad my dad you guys i know this is off topic but my dad is currently in germany currently in germany um for the next couple of days they have gone to am they were in amsterdam before this and they saw the freaking tulips and all the fields and fields of freaking tulips oh my god they picnicked by the tulips and i was jealous um and then they were in belgium before that and then they were in london um they're on a three-week trip all around Europe and I am so freaking jealous I honestly dad if I'm giving you the evil eye I'm so sorry but just know that I am so jealous of this I told my, I told my dad I was like listen spam the group chat with as many pictures and videos as you want we are living through you during this time like I can't be there physically but I can definitely be there in spirit (laughs) um but anyways um So, yeah. So understanding the difference between every single situation, because every situation is going to have unique pros and cons. And, um, when it comes down to, you know, forgiving and forgetting those little things, it's really important because of the fact that like, especially with the little things, because you don't want to sit here, you don't, you don't want to keep yourself holding on to something that doesn't serve you or holding on to something that really doesn't even impact you as much as you are making it out to. Um, but like, there's certain things with like, For example, you know, my mom, like that's, that's a bigger situation for me personally, because of the fact that like, this is, this is someone who gave birth to me. This is someone who I grew up with. This is someone who, you know, didn't turn out the way that I thought it would, if that makes sense. Like it's, it's definitely, and it's crazy because even as a teenager, because so when it comes to your inner child and your inner teenager, I feel like I've explained this before, but your inner child usually isn't really coherent of what's going on. Um, you just have certain feelings and things that, you know, obviously get brushed off to your shadow self. But with your inner teenager, not only does your inner teenager understand and comprehend everything that they are going through in the current time, but your inner teenager also puts the puzzle pieces together for everything you dealt with as a child as well. So your inner, ch- your inner teenager holds on to a lot more than your inner child did because now you understand. Now you get it. Now you see it clearly. Like, this is all clear in your face. Like, you get it now. Um, And that's how it was for me. And, you know, I didn't realize it until later on, obviously. But, you know, when I was, because my grandparents passed away right before my 14th birthday, January 11th, 2014. Um, And it was tough. I mean, it, it it was it was really tough. I had a really close relationship with my grandmother, um, mainly. Be, I don't want to say mainly, but she she knew what I was. She knew that I was a psychic medium. She knew I didn't, but she definitely did. Um, considering the fact that I would bring my imaginary friends over to her house with her and she would fucking see them and be like, yeah, no, that's not an imaginary friend. <laughs> nope that that's a fucking spirit said that's not an imaginary friend um but i was really close with her and um this was like my grandma had just become a reiki master and you know had done reiki on me once and i was always interested in it like i wanted to learn more i wanted to know more and she wanted to teach me more um but thank you mom for telling her not to um appreciate that appreciate that you know i was i was just interested you know um but either way um it was really tough and you know along with um resenting my mom because of the fact that you know she was the one who decided to tell me you can't go in there and say goodbye to her the way that everybody else is um it 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 was tough and I held a lot of resentment especially because of the fact that even when I was younger you know I was just talking to my sister about this too um Even when I was younger, the way that it was, again, I feel like I've also said this on the podcast or somewhere I said this, but, um, it was, if you had something going on, like if you had certain feelings about something, it's either you force it down and get like, act like you're fucking fine, or you need to talk about it. There's no in between. You can't, in in that household, it was like, you couldn't feel your feelings in peace. You couldn't try to understand what you're feeling and why in peace. It was like, you are forced to talk about it or you're forced to be fine. Like again, no in between. And I had a lot of resentment, a a lot of resentment towards my mom because of that, because, um, you know, my dad was working a lot during that time. And, um, my sister was usually out with friends or, um, just kind of gone. Um, which, you know, now, now as an adult, I can understand why, but Um, you know, this was when I was like 11, 12 and, you know, I, every time my dad went to work because, you know, one job was during the day and one was later at night, like every time my dad went to work and I was home with my mom, I, I would have the biggest tantrums in the world and I would, I would lash out and I just, it, it was so bad. Like I remember one time, I don't know why this is a specific time that I remember, but I had this really big keyboard that my grandma got for me for Christmas um, on my dad's side, my grandma, and it was heavy. (laughs) It was heavy. And my mom was standing in the doorway yelling at me and I immediately picked it up and threw it. She closed the door before it hit her, but there are black marks. If they didn't change out the doors, then those black marks on that door are still there from when that keyboard hit that door because I wanted nothing to do with her. And I know that sounds really fucked up, but it's like the resentment that I had, it sucked. It sucked. I hated being with her. I hated being home alone with her. And it's like she would always call my dad and my dad would come home and, you know, give me spankings. But my dad would always say this hurts me more than it hurts more than it hurts you. And it's because of the fact that, like, as we got older, this is something else that, you know, my dad and I had talked about. Like, he didn't want to come home and do that. He didn't want to do that, not only because of the fact that, like, he doesn't want to, you know, spank me in general, but also because of the fact that he he could see the resentment that I had for my mom and he could see the fact that I didn't want to be there with her. And. You know, growing up, I never really. I know that we've talked about it, but like I never really sat down to think about it like it sucked for him because he saw how it sucked for me. He saw how it sucked for my sister and. He was also trying to be a good husband to my mom, even though they resented each other and, you know, take her side because, you know, she's the only adult and my sister and I weren't. And it was just, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a very chaotic childhood. And, you know, there's no one who's really to blame, but it's just, I wish that, you know, my mom would have been more understanding of feelings and emotions. I wish that, you know, she would have taught or talked. To us about healthy ways to deal with those behaviors and emotions instead of being like oh you feel some type of way we'll talk about it we'll talk about it talk about it don't go in your room you can't go in your room until you tell me what's what's going on with you and it was kind of like egging me on and you know um obviously at the time i didn't know that i had bipolar like she does but um I, I have bipolar and it really affected me, especially in the anger aspect, the anger and frustration aspect of things, because of the fact that when she would do that, I felt so like, oh, my God, y'all. I'm going to be honest, like the feeling that I feel right now, even just talking about it, I, it's it's overwhelming. It's very overwhelming because it's like. I. I those of you who have BPD and bipolar you understand, you probably understand the feeling that I have right now, but it's it's genuinely like it's so overwhelming that I can't even explain it. And that's how I felt each and every time she would get mad at me for having fucking emotions about something. Um but either way, just growing up it just it was it was very chaotic, it was very overwhelming, it was just a lot. So, you know, not having a good relationship with my mom throughout my entire childhood really affected you know the relationship lack relationship or lack thereof that we have now because of the fact that um she doesn't she doesn't see anything before the divorce. She doesn't see anything before before um before her and my dad got diver- divorced. Um, the only thing that she really sees is um after that. And even after that, y'all, like I, cause I was moved out of the house. I wanted nothing to do with it. And, you know, I've, I had a couple times where I had to go back home and I had to go live with her and God damn, I didn't want to do that. I did not want to do that. Um, but you know, as adults, you know, especially me moving out the day after I turned 18, going to live with my best friend at her house with her parents, like i it, it was it was inevitable that you know that wasn't really gonna go down very well because, you know, we were very um, we were very uh, what's the word? like jealous over each other because she had a boyfriend at the time, and all she ever did was go hang out with him, and that's I wanted to, you know, obviously we're living together, but like you're always gone, and it's just it, it would be nice to hang out with my best friend. and then, you know, I met my boyfriend at the time, and I started going out with him, and she got jealous of that. And so it was just. It, it 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 was it was but either way like it it was inevitable that you know i was gonna end up coming back home sooner or later like i i don't like to say that they were right but my parents were right when they said that okay yeah you're gonna say that you're gonna move out but you will be back you will be back and it's like fuck you because <laughs> god damn um but it, they, i think it was twice that I had gone back to my mom's and both times did not last at all um but fuck I forgot where I was going with that genuinely forgot oh 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 oh, that's what I okay um but yeah so before the divorce like we grew up my sister and I we grew up in a household where like you could visibly tell that you know my parents weren't happy together and they I'll I'll give them the fact that uh, I, I give it to my dad I give them props because honestly, like this isn't like a bash my mom's session, but like I personally, I could never be in a relationship with someone like her. Like I I just couldn't. And even the fact that she still has never changed and she is still the exact same way. Like I just I couldn't. Um and it really comes down to like people who want to get help versus don't want to get help. And she is one of those people that just don't. Um, but after my parents got divorced, you know, um, I was 18 and i was at that age where i was able to you know drive and i was driving to and from seeing my dad and through that time like because of the fact that my mom had kept the house and literally everything um and my dad was the one who left um i felt for him and like i would constantly go see him not only because of the fact that like my mom was being a straight bitch, but also because of the fact that i love my dad and i want to you know see how you're doing And those times where I would drive to go see my dad were the times where we started having those bigger conversations about my childhood and about, you know, him as a parent and me as a child and where things went wrong and, you know, just things like that. And we were able to have those conversations. Now, I will say that as an adult, I am so fucking thankful that I was able to have those conversations, at least with one parent, because especially like with inner child and her teenager healing, like these are conversations that sometimes you fucking need. You need to have conversations like these. You need to have certain closure with, you know, certain things that happened in your childhood. You need to have that open communication with your parent where not only are they understanding how of how they were as a parent, but where you can also take accountability for like, yeah, you know, as a child, I wasn't that great of a kid and I fucked up and that's okay but acknowledging it, you know, the both of you are acknowledging it. And I, that was, it was something that I didn't know that I needed. So dad, again, if you're listening to this right now, thank you. Seriously. Like, thank you. Because I probably, oh, I don't want to cry. <laughs> oh God. Um, I probably would not have the relationship with my dad that I do today. If not, if it were not for, for those conversations, if it were not for that communication because that changed the relationship that I had with my dad. And, you know, we were close, but those conversations gave me so much clarity and closure that I didn't know I needed to where my dad is my best friend. I'm sorry, Sophie. I'm sorry. Sophie's still my best friend, but my dad is also my best friend because That that, the relationship I have with my dad is a relationship that I had always been yearning for from my mom. And the fact that I was able to, you know, have that communication with one parent and, you know, mold our relationship to the relationship that, you know, a kid needs with their fucking parent. I needed that and I'm thankful for it. And it just sucks because, again, whole reason why, you know, I brought up the whole thing with my grandparents on the phone with my mom that night was because I wanted to have that relationship with my mom as well. I wanted that with my mom as well and it's just it it was a tough fucking run y'all it was a really tough run because I really tried and that was not the only time that I've tried I know some of you were probably sitting here listening to this and being like okay well that's the only thing you didn't know actually no um there were multiple times where I had tried um for example 2020 I went down to Florida um was staying with my dad um and my mom wanted to see me so I I got dropped off at my mom's and, um, it was the 4th of July. We went down to her friend's house and I got y'all. This was the first time I was back down in Florida, um, where I was at an age, granted I wasn't 21, but to everybody else, they were like, you're 20. Like, I don't give a here drink. I got plastered, plastered. <laughs> and I hope my mom never hears this, but because of the hatred I had from my mom. I can't even believe that I'm saying this on the podcast right now, but y'all are going to die. Oh my God. So you guys know how like vomit and witchcraft go together and how like you can literally use that for baneful shit and like giving someone the worst fucking luck of their life or giving someone ill will, whatever. Yeah. Well, um, after I got plastered that night, I was like, I want, I was going to go inside and throw up in the toilet. Um, but I was like, you know what? No. So, dropped my cousin off, right? Made sure he was good. Got him in bed. Walked my ass outside. And I did it right on, in the, right in the bushes next to the front door. So, right next to that fucking door. Right next to the door. The best place to do it. Right next to the door where she's walking in and out. Um. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. Um. <laughs> Uh, moral of the story is that she is, um, that house is currently under contract. She is no longer living there. And that was our childhood house. So, um, <laughs> um, yeah. So the next morning, um, I had gone out to the beach with one of my other friends who had come to pick me up, who wanted to see me while I was down there. Cause like living in New York, I don't get down to Florida as much as I, um, I would like to, especially because of how far away it is. Um, but got back and we were having a dinner with the entire family because you know uh, again I had come down to visit everybody wanted to see me um and I was trying to kind of alleviate the stress and the tension in the house and like start joking around whatever and I said something that my mom didn't take very well and she got pissed off I forgot what she said before before I responded I just remember my response because one thing about my mom is that my mom hates weed, which makes no sense because my dad says that before, like when we were kids, they used to smoke together all the time. So I just don't understand why she hates it so much. Either way, um, she despises it. She fucking hates weed, hates the fact that my dad smokes, like hates, hates it. And um, whatever she said ticked me the fuck off. And I was like, you know what? I'm 20 years old. I'm 20 years old. I have a nice job, mind you. This is before I started my businesses, but I have a nice job. I have an apartment that I bought for my man and I. Like I am providing for myself a thousand miles away. I'm an adult, so I looked at her dad in the face and I said, "Mom, you need to go smoke a blunt." And yo, it, yeah, that was not the right thing to say. It was not the right thing to say, but I will never regret saying it. I can admit it probably wasn't the right thing to say, but I won't. Re- I don't regret saying it um and after that that's when she started telling me about how much i haven't grown and how much i haven't matured and how much um i haven't changed and i will never change and i will never be an adult and i will never be mature and i will never do this or that whatever the fucking whatever and i started fucking bawling my eyes out in front of my entire family mind you my great grandfather in a wheelchair was also there so everybody and their mom, like everybody in the fucking family was there listening to this argument cuz my mom and I were going back back and forth in the fucking kitchen right center in the fucking house. So everybody was around. Um and immediately I I walked my ass outside. I called my dad to come get me. And while my dad was on his way, I stayed I stayed my ass outside and I called I called Brian um and I told my man what was going on and he he felt bad. Because of the fact that, like, he was still in New York. He didn't come with me. So, like, he couldn't really do anything. But he felt like shit. And it just, it fucking sucked. Um, And then, you know, after that, I, went, before I came back up to New York, before I left, I didn't go say bye to her. Because the last time that I had seen her before that situation was before I moved to New York in the first place. And um, I... I was trying to apologize to my mom um for a few things again because of the fact that i wanted to have that relationship with her um and i wanted to apologize to her so before i got taken to the airport um i needed you know a couple documents that she had my birth certificate for example like she had those things and i needed to go by her house and instead of opening the door and giving them to me She put them in a plastic bag and set them on the ground in front of the front door. And I stood there for 20 minutes, ringing the doorbell, knocking, crying, wanting her to open the door just so I could say bye. And she did not. And I remember seeing her walk in front of the front door like she was going to open it, looked me dead in my face, and turned around and walked away. And then turned the porch light off. And it's like, that along with a lot of other things that she did like that fucked me up and still still to this day i'm like how could you how could you your own kid who is about to move a thousand miles away all i wanted to do was apologize and say goodbye and you can't even open the fucking door can't even open the fucking door honestly y'all that was a coward move that was really cowardly of her and it's it's situations like this where it's like i really have to decipher is it forgive forget both or neither whatever it may be whatever i choose it needs to be something that helps me heal it needs to be something that helps me move on because y'all i am still healing you can clearly tell my mom has Probably the biggest impact on my life in the, neg- in the most negative way than anything else. Any other person, any other situation. Yeah, I've been sexually assaulted multiple times. Um, and when I told my mom, she, she told me dead to my face that I was lying. And I just wanted to come back home. It, it was a sob story all because I wanted to come back home. So I'm lying. That hurt more than actually going through what I did having my own mother look me dead in the face and be like that didn't happen to you. That didn't happen. You're lying. You just want to come back home. That hurt. That fucking hurt. So, like yeah, I have a lot of healing that still needs to be done with my mom and I'm working on that. I am working on that. And some part of that healing is talking about it. So, thank you guys for listening. Um honestly, because sometimes I just need to talk about it. Because It's not something that i've talked about not even with my therapist like i just don't like talking about these things because of the fact that like it fucked me up it fucked me up i mean at least i'm a good person still like (laughs) at least i came out as an adult to be a decent person which you know no thanks to her thank you dad um (laughs) thank you for (laughs) helping me become a good person um not only that, but having having that kind of person in your life to where you see that person and you're like, I never want to be like that. I never want to be like that. I never want to be like this person. Sucks. It sucks. Especially when it's a fucking parent. Like, I never want to be like that. I never want to treat my significant other the way that she treated my dad. I never want to treat my kids the way that she treated me. And uh, going back into, like, breaking the cycle and everything, like... Even with my kids, like the last episode you guys heard, I was talking about breaking that cycle and that's exactly what I'm fucking doing because I never want to be like her. I want my kids to have a completely different experience. I want them to be comfortable with their feelings. I don't want them to feel forced to talk about it. I want them to be okay. So what, it, what things really boil down to more times than not is forgive, forget both or neither and whatever you choose better be a decision that helps you heal helps you move forward helps you release helps you grow so think about that think about it you guys um honestly I think I kind of want to pull a quick card for y'all I just realized that I had my drink in my hand the entire podcast and I did not take one fucking sip I'm like, why is my mouth so dry? Just because you didn't take a sip, Sid. So I'm going to pull a quick card. We're going to use my lovely handy dandy tarot deck. Let's see. What is the energy for the collective? We have a card. The card is the six of pentacles. I love how every single time, every single card, every single time, the cards never fucking miss y'all the 6 of pentacle the 6 of pentacles is what we have kindness charity generosity politeness treating yourself rewarding yourself being being easy to yourself and giving yourself grace so before i start tearing up cuz i have eyeliner on today and we don't want to deal with that um before i start tearing up you guys just know that i love you and just know that whatever you choose again make sure it's for your own growth not for others because your growth is more important. And sometimes you have to be selfish and you have to accept that your growth is more important. You come first. All right. So I love you guys. Thank you guys for listening. And I will talk to you guys next week. Next week, we have goblin mama coming back onto the podcast again. Um, so just look out for that. There will be a video, um, I believe, I believe we're gonna do a video i'm not sure yet i'll let you guys know you guys will find out but either way um i love you and take it easy on yourselves all right blessed be no because who does this witch think she is <laughs>